Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Queso Anyways with Mike. Uh, I guess I have to introduce myself. I We're here like... every week, man. Do I really? It's Dave, yes. everybody. Do I really need an introduction? Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back to another week of Queso Anyways. Yep, this week, guestless. Not guest list. Guest list. <laughs> guest list. I thought you were just gonna like hang in silence for a second. I was like, that's a pretty good. Fit. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, as you can see, like every week, we are one hundred percent totally prepared for this this podcast. Um, I forgot what order the cheeses were in. <laughs> uh. So yeah, welcome back to um so this week we got some news about Queso anyways. Um that I think we should announce. I don't know if you want to announce that now, Mike, or if we should wait. Uh yeah, I think we should announce. Um that. okay, so give me a second to run down everything we're going through this week, and then we can start off with that. I think that's yeah. all right. So this week, um Nintendo lost a DCM a uh DMCA. DC D, D I'm the only drinking. <laughs> I haven't smoked or drank in seven days. That might be seven days too many. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm just gonna read it right here. DMCA. I got it that time. I had to point at the word, but I got it. Anyways, uh, DMCA. Uh, they they put in a DMCA notice and they lost. Um, Skyrim might be getting a new DLC. Because somehow, I don't know, how is Skyrim still relevant? We'll get into that later. Because 90% of the game companies that people are looking for new games out of haven't released a game in like a decade that people want. That's fair, yeah. I mean, eh, never mind. Uh, we got a little GTA bit more 5, on Microsoft. Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, there's a lot of games that just, they haven't released the next one too, and they really should. But, um... Factions 2 is coming out. If you're a Last of Us fan, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Uh, PlayStation Productions is doing a bunch of big stuff. They started last year, and this year is going to be a bunch of big stuff for them. Um, also, uh, we're going to look at a list of the upcoming releases for the entire year and uh, talk. We'll probably bullet point all of them. We'll say which So, yeah, uh, we're going to do a new. New-ish segment. I mean, we have a new release segment that we don't do anything with. So we're going to try out a new format, I guess, for that segment, if that makes sense. Because normally there's just a lot of stuff we don't pay attention to, so we're not really going to... Uh, yeah, exactly. So We're not going to be like, oh, hey, this game's coming out, because we're not looking forward to getting said game. So, um, But we want to pinpoint games that are coming out and then give... Uh, a little bit of opinion on ones that we specifically are looking forward to and think are, uh, or I should say, in my case, hoping that ain't fucking duds in the water like the last two that I've looked uh, forward to. That's fair. I haven't really looked forward to any games in a while. Got a Royal Ragnarok, I did. That was not a letdown. There's so much side stuff, though, just like the first game. Uh, anyways, this week we have Hoop Cheddar. Which is just cheddar made by the wheel instead of by the brick. Um, I, that's, I thought it'd be more than that, but that yeah. we know. We're like, ah, oh, a new type of cheddar. Let's find out how it, oh, it's made in a circle. 
So it's hoop chatter. Cool. Uh, we have double energy. That's more boring than I thought. I thought it was like literally made in like a hoop, like a hula hoop or some shit. I was like, how did it get that thick? A hula hoop made that thick. <laughs> it's a really thick hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hoop of cheese. Oh god. Um. Uh, hoop cheddar. We got Dubliner and Blarney cheese this week. Uh, both are imported. I mean, not that we paid to import them. Um, we just went and purchased the cheese from our local Woodmans, and uh, they imported it. So we have imported cheese this week. <laughs> um. Anyways, we imported it from the store to our house. <laughs> <laughs> we did import it to our house. <laughs> Uh, anyways, this, uh, Mike, you want to talk about uh, our plans for the future of Queso anyways? So, Queso, Queso anyways has always been about us, you know, talking about games, what's going on in the world. And eating a e- lot. Eating I mean, a lot of a cheese. Lot of cheese. Uh, hundreds of dollars at this point of cheese. Almost $300 worth of cheese at this point. Um, so... We kind of feel like the gimmick of eating cheese, especially as much cheese as we are eating per episode, even if we don't necessarily get new ones, we're always eating three to four different cheeses an episode. Uh, so we're getting kind of uh, all cheesed out. Yeah, we're getting a little cheesed out. Right. So in future episodes, hopefully pretty soon here, uh, we'll get the technology that we need, the microphones uh, that aren't currently broken. Uh, we'll get microphones and uh, maybe uh, even also before we start with video, a better camera to use. I mean, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but at, at the very least, I want uh, good microphones before we start. Like, I know it doesn't correlate, but... Uh, I just feel like I want something working, uh, at least one good thing working. If, like, the video were to shoot out, I don't want it to be like, oh, fuck, well, we don't have video and we sound like shit. I don't know, uh, but um, I'm just, I know, okay, so camera, that shoots at 720, if not 1080 already. So, I mean, at that point, it's just another, like, fucking $800, $900 expense. I don't actually know what the like, good quality Fair point. cameras for this kind of thing are going for. Um, that I'm looking to just cut back expenses. Kind no, of, that so. that's a fair point. So, because we we'll are not to that rolling later. in the money. So yeah. So, but uh, but yeah. So we we're thinking we might change this to we we'll still do gaming news and like shoot the shit and everything like we normally do. Uh, but we might just do a single cheese of the week. Yeah, like cheese that. maybe two depending on the week depending on our moods. This is all stuff we're going to hash out later, but we just wanted to give you guys an idea of what was going to be happening to the podcast. And we might also be more turning into, like, a history of Wisconsin. Yeah, so, because um, Wisconsin cheese is a big thing already. Wisconsin cheese, beer, like, yeah, half so, of this household is trying to cut back, and then there's me. Uh, I think that it'd just be, I think Wisconsin <laughs> history would put us in a niche that nobody else has really filled at this point. Oh, hundred percent. I agree. So, uh, so, and especially with like the cheese tone too. So yeah. like that that'd be a little bit interesting. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we, I I felt for a while the cheese gimmick has been getting stale. Like I, I'm at at the beginning, I was really happy to try all these new cheeses. 
but towards the point we are now where we've been doing it for a little over a year now um i've just tried so much cheese we've learned that there's not many different types of cheeses there's just a lot of different brands of cheeses yeah and then well there's a lot of like if you google cheese on wikipedia there's actually a lot of different cheeses but in the u.s of the like 1500 cheeses that exist there's like there's 12. yeah <laughs> there's i think a couple hundred honestly that the u.s allows you to import and stuff but like a lot of different cheeses are just types of cheddars or yeah types of whatever well that's what i'm saying it's just offshoots of yeah. the established brands that a lot of the cheeses i should say that you can buy in the u.s are like offshoots of like colby and munster and whatever cheddar cheddar yeah so uh pepper jack yeah so provolone like it's just you're getting different different people's variants of the same type of cheese each time so like even when we're like oh we got a special one from this person like 90 percent of the time we're gonna give you the kind of the same ranking as whatever other cheese was like it uh if it has a little bit better of a taste if it's sweeter if it's saltier if it it's yeah. more chewy more more so creamy is, like, like we have to really refine our palates after this and like yeah start i, I don't want to say we're bad at like like being like oh the cheese tastes like this or that or the other thing but we got to start like we got to figure out how to refine our palates yeah so we can pick up on some other like notes in the cheese yeah like the only time i can really tell like salt crystals are used is if like it's obvious so that's actually like, supposed to grow naturally in cheese um or or at least the only time i can see salt crystals are in them is when it's like completely obvious i'm like you're yeah. like okay like, like i can't be like, where it's like oh maybe there's crystals in there it's like crystals that's the only way i can tell you there's crystals in cheese yeah uh so like we definitely we aren't there with knowing the cheese like we should with oh i mean granted we've only been doing this for a year and we're not like learning much about it other than what we ourselves are saying about it yeah like you see us learning as much as we tell you about it so you say you see hear but us. yeah you, you hear you learn us learning. learning about cheese and as you can tell we're not very uh good at it yet we are getting there now we will get there but i'm i i like the idea of cutting back because it's just like saying i down the wallet and it's to the point where like just a lot of fucking cheese the last couple of times that we've had to go cheese shopping i've kind of dreaded it same all right um when we get back over here we will eat some cheese i think because it's better cold and i want to try some of this oh uh, yeah cheese what's cold th there's a couple other things we're going to go over today uh i heard something i think so i guess one other thing uh is uh maybe two um vincent man is coming back into power oh, and he's trying yeah, to take yeah. creative control as well oh is he yeah, uh, so Triple H might be out of a job because... It's not going to be out of a job. It, uh, man's coming back to some little position on the board. He's literally there to sell the company, possibly. Not what it looks like. He's actually trying to take full control again. He's going to try. He's not going to be able to, but he will Hopefully not, but He's not we'll coming see. back as the CEO, so he's not uh, going to get there. But uh, there's that, and Ooh. there's the Logan Paul stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we'll definitely be touching on that this week because... Uh, I want to talk about Logan Paul stuff for sure. I'm already, like, I don't know. I should have watched the video 
one of the YouTube commentators that popped up on my YouTube feed was talking about the apology, and I should have watched that video, but... Like, apparently he even lied in the apology he let out. Wouldn't surprise me. Anyways, um... Cheese. Yeah. Uh, so we got Barney, Cheddar... Dubliner? No, Dubliner, Cheddar, Blarney. Blarney's the crystal stuff, I'm pretty sure. Alright, uh... I guess you get the pick first cheese. Um, well, I mean, we technically already tried the cheddar, so I say we try the cheddar because I'm actually kind of interested in trying that with the cracker. All right, cool. So, all right, fun do. Definitely better cold. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure all cheese is better cold, though. Yeah, but this is one thing we have. A hundred percent learned. Cheese is definitely a temperature-oriented flavor. That tastes more like a mozzarella to me than a cheddar. You know, I couldn't put my finger on it, but now that you say that, yeah, right. A hundred percent, yeah. I fucking I, I took a little bit and I was like, it, really it feels like, like I'm eating a block of string cheese. Yeah, that's a really mild cheddar. Which I mean, if you like mild cheddar, uh, Renard's hoop cheddar. It's very mild. But that tasted, again, that tasted like string cheese. Yeah. Not bad, though. And it's um, almost the same texture as some of the string cheeses we've recently. Though, honestly, on a scale of 1 to 10... I gotta give that, like, a 4 or 5. Yeah, I think an 8 is normally my cheddar, because I like cheddar. But uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with 4. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's yeah. just... It tastes like a mozzarella, and that's... It, that's not okay for a cheddar. It's one of those <laughs> things I could, like, snack on and just be like, it's like I'm eating air. It's one of those things I will be snacking on, but I will be confused while I'm snacking on it. And be like, did I eat that? <laughs> I think I ate it. Anyways. Let me have another. <laughs> I mean, I feel kind of full, but I didn't really taste anything. <laughs> All, right. All right. Fondue. Fondue. I really regret with going with like plain saltines and not something else. Agreed. I wanted like an unbiased, like, hmm, this would be good with something. But like, I regret some things. Not bad. Not at all. Uh, I'd still, I don't think it adds much. I mean, okay. I think the cracker has more flavor than the cheese itself. Yeah. Yeah. And we got, like, the blandest fucking saltines we could find. That's so, I, I'll give it a five. I'm going to keep it at a four. Because it gave it a little bit more flavor. All right. Uh, I guess we'll go with the crystal. Uh, so, <coughs> the Blarney, then. Yep. Fondue. Cheers, fondue. Whatever the word is I'm looking for. That's good. Yeah, it is. I think it's more chunky than creamy. Yeah, it's it's definitely more chunky. It's a drier cheese. Mm -hmm. The crystals, uh, depending on the size, can tell you a lot about how long a cheese is aged for. And, like, that's really good. I'm going to cut some more of that later. Yeah, that's really good. That's delicious. That, That reminds me of a... It's like that OG crystal we had. Yeah. 
I really we can't... finished that before the podcast was over almost. Yeah, pretty much. I want to say... I want to give that a 7. I'm going to give it an 8. I, I'm trying, I can't think of how to describe it. It's, it's salty, but it's not no. salty, if that makes that yeah, sense. It's, it's... Oh. I don't know. Tangy ain't the correct word. It's uh almost bitter, but not. Like, yeah. It's a really sweet, salty almost. Salt, sweet, yeah, it's a hint of sweetness. Yeah, that's that's what I noticed, too. It has a little sweetness to it. It's, I like it. It's really very good. It. I'm wondering then if it's, like, not salt crystals, if it's, like, maybe sugar or something. That's... I'll have to look into how this cheese is made. I forgot to do yeah, so I feel the like podcast. the salt crystals were a little bit more coarse. I just feel like the salt crystals usually get bigger in cheese, too. Yeah. So, anyways, right. fondue. Fondue. I think it'd be really good as, like, a cheese dip. Melt it down into a queso dip. Oh. This would be a really good cheese to possibly have on, like, one of those lunch bowls. Mm. Yeah, lunch bowls, that'd be good. Actually, with the buttery cracker, yeah, that'd probably be really good. The cracker we have, I'm not really digging it. It's not bad. Like, but... one of those ham and one of these, one of that cheddar. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with six on that, honestly. Yeah, it, it brought it down a little. Made it a little pasty. It'd be good It'd be good on a different kind of cracker, I think, though. Yeah. The bland saltine kind of brings down a lot of the crack, uh, the cheese that we eat. A little bit. All right. Anyway, this should be the... That was the Dubliner, so this should be... Blarney. Uh, fondue. Fondue. It's like right on the verge of being creamy, but it's not creamy. This is supposed to be a cheddar, right? I don't know what it is. It's Blarney cheese. I'd have to. I have to look it up. I gotta give that like six, five maybe actually. I think I'm on six. Yes. Yeah, it's a little better than your average than an average cheese, but. I'd say if you end up cutting more of the other one, put some more of this too, because I want to have some of this cold. Yeah, I think it'd be better cold. Yeah. I want to give it the benefit of the doubt. Anyways, fondue. No! My cracker! Cracker overboard! Cracker overboard! (laughs) That's what we say when you fall off the boat. Fondue. (laughs) Fondue. The most confusing part about that situation is it didn't crack <laughs> like vertical to where you were holding it, it cracked where you were holding it. So just to to let you, it, I'm gonna paint a picture for you guys. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying you guys, but I'm gonna continue to do the things that I'm in the habit of doing until I hear from our viewers. Um I was holding a cracker on a diagonal and it didn't like crack down the middle or anything when it cracked. The corner that I was, like, um, one of the corners that I was pinching, uh, be, uh, one of the, I was pinching adjacent corners, 
and it cracks across one of the corners. Not across, like, diagonally or horizontally or something, like, would make sense for their, it to crack like I've seen crackers crack. Yeah. Just the corner came off. And <laughs> just right. nope. Yeah, I went into that with such confidence. I was like, I can describe what just happened. And, and then, then nope. um, yeah. <laughs> so, Logan Paul. Uh, we're going to start there. Yeah. So, I saw something in yes, no, today come across my Google feed. Or not Google, uh, my YouTube algorithm. It was recommending me videos. And one of the videos it was recommending was Logan Paul apologizes to CoffeeZilla. So, CoffeeZilla, we talked about him a little bit last time, right? Yeah. So, funny part is, not to cut you off, sorry, Dave. Okay. Um, I, I for some reason have th- this tells you about the amalgamation of stuff that I watch on my YouTube. It goes anywhere between gangland to like old uh, history documentaries about the mafia to lawyers telling me how stuff goes in lawyering to gaming YouTube to wrestling YouTube and then just to like random gaming list videos. <laughs> Yo, it's funny you say that cuz mine's pretty much the same thing, just like minus the wrestling. <laughs> I forget what I haven't said. I'd have to like look and see what I haven't said. But like I guess it'd be GMM is yeah. of uh like William Osmond, a lot of safety third. Another podcast. And it, it, it's freaking funny cuz like uh, the, a whole bunch of these lawyer YouTubers are like, hey, here's what's wrong with uh, Logan Paul's response video. Like, he's saying all these things. He's not giving uh, actual evidence about anything he's claiming. Yeah, he's just making fucking claims. And then, like, every lawyer YouTuber was like, yeah, uh, he could definitely go through. Defamation, uh, defamation cases, apparently are one of the hardest cases to win, regardless of if you have legit evidence and you can prove it, because you have to prove that the person knew full well in the beginning yeah, you have to prove that, that they, they knew, knew it was a lie. They Yeah, you have to, they had to know what they were saying was a lie and still put it out there, which is very fucking hard to prove. Uh, and then... You just got to prove that they have malintent. Like, it was purposely put out there to hurt you intentionally. Regardless of if they knew it was uh, fake or not. So, it's a very hard case to fight, even if you have actual response, uh, like, legit reasons to believe it. And uh, even if you have legit evidence. Because the person can always say, I didn't know. It's the hardest to prosecute. It's kind of weird, but makes some sense. And it's just to the point where, like, he, he's so all these lawyer YouTubers are just like, uh, yeah, he can definitely take this to case, but he'll get pretty much laughed out of court. Mm-hmm. He's making claims with no evidence to back them up, and like, uh, just I, I guess with no evidence. So like, he's making all these claims. All these people are coming forward like, no, that's not what happened. So it's their word versus his word. It comes down to like character witnesses and stuff. 
Well, like I think he said, like his the game developer was trying to scam him out or cheat him out of money, and like went somewhere else or moved somewhere else or whatever. Fled to Switzerland. What? Yeah. It up for a million. And then, like, we could get that guy's financials pulled, which I feel like would prove that no, that's not what he did. And then on top of that, apparently he he also went at that dude's character saying, "Oh, that developer." Was a criminal. He spent time in prison for this, that, the other. And then, like, like that made Coffeezilla's report null and void because oh, he he took information from a criminal. But um, I just gotta say, Logan, you can't really use that as a defense when the retort to that defense is, "Well, you hired that criminal." <laughs> right like did you not do a back did you not check into this guy did you just hire the first like put an ad on craigslist and be like oh first guy that answered and you can't even say he hid that from you because you easily fucking found it when you needed him to back your claim yeah honestly with all the other shit that he said i wonder if the guy even has a criminal record well, that's the thing. That guy came out and said he was lying about some shit, so I'm almost, almost assuming that was probably it. Probably. Which leads to him potentially getting slapped with the libel case. Which the thing is, with all the... So, I gotta say that uh, Blarney cheese... Not Blarney. Dubliner cheese was better cold. Yeah. But definitely. it still didn't taste like a whole lot. It did. Uh, but... What really feeds into the other story we wanted to talk about? We're still going to be on the uh, the Logan thing. I keep on wanting to say Nolan <laughs> for some reason. Nolan North. <laughs> I think Nolan that's exactly why. <laughs> uh, the whole thing about the Logan Paul thing is like it's ridiculous what he's doing. He tried to scam those people and was just like making up all the excuses. Of why, like, oh, it ain't a scam. I didn't make money off of it, therefore it ain't a scam. The definition of a scam is you made money. Yeah, you did it. The two, two developers that scammed you out of the scam that you were scamming uh, got the money. So are you going to say, oh, yeah, somehow they managed to scam because they did what I was planning on doing. But because I didn't do that, that means I didn't scam. Like Obviously, because I, I got scammed. Uh, that means it wasn't a scam. Well, no, you didn't get scammed, though. Logan Paul pisses me off so much. But I feel like... Normally I would be like, ah, oh, maybe this wouldn't be a big issue for him. Because he, his other career path currently, other than being a scam artist and podcast host, <laughs> is WWE. Oh, that's right. I always forget that he's in the Now, WWE he recently now. blew out like his knee. He tore like three ligaments in his knee in his last match. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's, like, out for a while. But when he gets back, if he gets back, depending on how big this gets and how bad this gets, WWE already has a whole shit ton of bad publicity because of the whole Vince McMahon scandal. What? You're saying from your own company is a bad thing? Not only embezzlement. Embezzlement for, uh, you know, forget what it's called. I guess, uh, Financial abuse. <laughs> That's actually a thing. I don't know what it, it'd be in this case. Uh, financial abuse would be it. It's people uh, using your financial situation against you. 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know enough to, like, say one way or another. But uh, with Vince McMahon going through all his shit, I mean, he didn't get charged for that, so I guess I can't say he was accused of that. Uh, but with all that Vince McMahon stuff going on and him trying to come back and take over the company again and, you know, all that bad publicity happening currently, I feel like they wouldn't want one of their co-workers or one of their employees, I guess, uh, running around with such a big cloud over his No, name. for sure not. I feel like his issues currently, if he doesn't solve them quick, and the only way I feel he could solve them is giving everyone his money back and then fully ending the CryptoZoo thing. Don't even try to fucking say it'll come soon. Fully just discontinue it. Say, hey, it's done. I'm done. I'm getting out of the fucking crypto game. Like, yeah, at that point, you just gotta go and give up and give everybody their money back. Like, that's the only thing I could see getting him out of this currently. With how many times apparently people have come across the amount of times he's tried crypto scamming people. I mean, this ain't the first time. This is like the third or fourth. So, like, feel like this could really impact his possible career at WWE if it keeps on going the way it is. And he yeah, because he keeps getting a bunch of negative publicity, and the WWE does not want negative publicity. Especially with the negative publicity it already printed. Yeah, yeah. with what their CEO did, they're, he's going to get axed if he keeps doing this. I kind of wonder if that's why he uh, went through and was like, uh, yeah, no, sorry. Coffeezilla, you know, I said some things. Right? I feel like it's partially his lawyers, and it could probably definitely be WWE going, hey, you gotta fucking fix this shit quick, or else uh, you you can, you, you don't have to worry about your healing time, because you won't need to be back in our doors anymore. Yeah, probably something like that, honestly. I don't know, though. I don't know enough about, like, I can't, I don't want to speculate, because I don't know. Yeah, same, but like, like, his lawyer saying it if he's actually coming and trying to be like honest about it. I, I don't no, know. I honestly kind of feel with how heavy, like he was saying everything with his chest in his original response video. Like that definitely was something that he came from the heart with, and then like he came with another one. Uh, then like he's trying to back up his stuff with his podcast episode, uh, which like. Only reason that podcast episode is still up is because he apologized to his co-host, George, because I guess he made fun of his uh, devotion to his religion. Uh, How does this guy, like, he's literally banned in Japan. Fucking made fun of his co-host's religion. He's at the center of a huge controversy for fraud and scamming people. How is he, like... Not in jail, or like, how is he so popular with people? Just gotta say, his first ever YouTube apology video back in 2017, 2018, whenever it was, when he did the fucking Japan Forest video, uh, you know, his start to that video was, I have made a severe and continuous lapse in judgment. Yeah, you have. I mean, it's been like six years. (laughs) (laughs) That lapse in judgment is still going on. (laughs) Hate to inform you, buddy. So, uh, real quick, I was looking up the history of the, the cheeses that we ate that we haven't talked about. Uh, so, the Dubliner cheese, uh, not yeah, Dubliner cheese, it was made in uh, 
uh, not in, not in Dublin, but near Dublin. So I got the name Dubliner cheese uh, when it was imported to the U.S. It's actually called Arglen cheese, and the guy who made it wanted to produce an alternative to cheddar cheese. So he used mostly cheddar uh, equipment to manufacture this cheese. So it's basically a cheddar that is not cheddar. Would that be technically what we made then? No, because I don't know. I, I have a feeling that there's no squeezing it the way out in this cheese. We at least squeezed the way out. We made a very primitive cheddar. I think it's just we don't have the correct bittering agents. Yeah, from the sounds of it. This guy had took all the same chemicals that are made with or used in cheddar and then used that to make this cheese. So he's a I'm assuming there's dye involved in cheese too. Uh cheddar, yeah. Otherwise cheddar would be naturally white. Yeah. So, um yeah, our Arglin cheese is what the one the Dubliner, which honestly wasn't that good. It was very bland. Yeah. Kind of sad to say that too, because like an alternative to cheddar, it sounds like it should be good. It sounds that, like it should be similar to a that cheddar. That would probably be better, best, like if you wanted to substitute like an American cheese on a burger to melt it over. It's probably best substituted for that. Probably, I don't. Know a little hint of cheese, but you don't want it to overpower the rest of the taste of the thing. Cheese.com. That sounds like a trustworthy site to get my cheese. Probably made by from. someone in Wisconsin. So, <laughs> we can only hope that it was made by somebody in Wisconsin. Uh, Blarney Castle is a 100% natural grass-fed cheese whose recipe trends, er, treads back, uh, treads 600 years back to Ireland. Uh, not containing an iota of artificial flavors or additives, this cheese is made from pasteurized cow's milk in Blarney near Cork by the Irish Kerrygold brand. Yeah, Kerrygold brand. The golden yellow Irish cheese is mild and creamy with hints of rich and velvety notes. Tastes similar to young Dutch Gouda cheese, which we haven't had, so I wouldn't know. And uh, some sort of wine that I'm not going to bother trying to pronounce. Um, Sauvignon Black, Blanc, Bresling, or Gouritz Minor. Yeah, I saw that. And fresh fruit. Uh, can you just be cooking? Cool. I really like that Blarney cheese, honestly. But, uh, anyways, back to anything else. I just wanted to bring up the history of the cheese real quick. Um, let's see. what. So, uh, let's bounce over to Vince McMahon since we're talking about the WWE. Yeah. That, I feel like that's a good tangent to go off on here. Because, I don't know, I, I want to get off the Logan Paul stuff. So... Kind of. Yeah, um, well, I mean, they kind of tied together. Um, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so Vince McMahon, uh, this July, or I guess last July, got hit with... Uh, last July. Got hit with a big lawsuit that uh, caused him to have to take some time away from TV originally. Uh, and then he tried coming back, acting like he was, you know, you know, like invincible. I uh, his, his idea literally was he told everyone he's like dude I'm just gonna ride it out um if I go out on TV every day and I stay on TV and like everyone will be like oh everything's okay so we're good and then no. like <laughs> every after a while everything will just gloss over and it will be back to business as usual 
Well, that didn't happen, and after much prodding from everyone on his board, he got talked uh, into retiring. And I don't think it was talked so much as we're going to remove you from yeah, the CEO uh, spot if you don't step down. They were tanking. Uh, their stock was tanking. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just... So it came out that he... Uh, and it's still coming out, and apparently... Uh, so, the total is up to, I think, they. the last I heard is, like, over $10 million in just really? him being like, hey, shh, I didn't do that. Hey, shh, I Jesus. didn't do that. Uh, to various, up to, like, seven or eight. And uh, it, it's fucking crazy. There's so many of them where, like, the source hush has, money, by the way. Yeah, I hush money to obvious. girls that... Uh, uh, employees under him that he felt were attractive and he wanted to, you know, have his way with. Uh, he'd have his way with them, then pay them hush money, and uh, whether or not they really raised hell about it or not, it was like he would just can them. Try to sweep it under the rug, and yeah, if you said something, it was bye-bye, you don't have a job Even if anymore. you did say something, sometimes, he just... I don't know if it was a thing where he's like, that's a liability yeah, or... It's, you know, a, it's a loose end for him at that point. Yeah. Uh, so, so, anyways, um, he's trying to come back to the WWE. He's trying to take... He at least is in some ways, actually. Yeah, he coming. is coming back. I say try, but he, he's trying to come back into his old role, which I don't think is going to happen. He's coming back... Uh, I forget what the actual role was called. We looked it up the other day in kind of preparation for this because, I mean... Most of this is ad libbed. So I don't like, necessarily. The only reason Dave is even really talking about this at all is because I'm not necessarily into today's wrestling. You can even ask Dave and he'd uh, attest to that. Yeah, not so much in today's. Um, for sure. But I was into wrestling back when we were in like middle school. So I, I still follow it. I follow everything about it, but I just don't watch today's product. I don't, I don't care who's doing what today so the uh update um so uh it was okay so vince mcmahon's coming back to try to sell the wwe yeah uh, um, he's getting a minor spot on the board he's trying to take creative control again so he's trying to go back to his role as ceo even though his like he's not ceo anymore so I don't well think that's gonna go to be well. fair uh his role at oh his role, uh, if he took over creative control, which would be Triple H's job, that wouldn't be him taking CEO. Uh, but as Triple H, H is currently not CEO. doing the yeah, the uh, but you don't have to be CEO to do. Either way, he's still trying to step uh, back into his old role. Yeah, he he he's doing stuff that would get him up. And uh, I'm pretty sure if you read that article, there's already reports from like all these wrestling channels that I watch, like Cultaholic, uh, Wrestling Ten. Uh, like, all these people, uh, he's already pushing to fire certain superstars that Triple H just brought back. Uh, I'm not surprised. He, like, he thinks he has power, but he has no power here. He's still, he's like, oh, no, it's my company and shit. No, no. Triple you H is that head right. of talent and relations. Yeah, you he's lost the right creative. to call it your company and to make those kinds of choices when you decided to, like, be unfaithful to your wife and pay off the people you were unfaithful with. Like, not even just being unfaithful is like that that's a di- huge power dynamic thing that too 
That like it's definitely taking advantage of people using it. You're the biggest person in the company, and you're you're using uh, your status to like get your way with the people under you. Yeah, kind of terribly illegal. So, anyways, he's trying to go back. He's on a power trying to go back on a power trip, but uh, it uh uh okay so. Vince McMahon is back at WWE to ensure a smooth sale process. Here's who might want to buy it, and I'm not going to read the article beyond that. But he's returning to the board to try and sell the WWE. Anyways, uh, WWE hired JP Morgan to advise on sale. Um, All the holding companies... So legacy media, streaming giants, and entertainment holding companies could all end up bid, uh, submitting bids to buy the WWE, and the deal would likely happen in mid-2023, when the TV rights renewal deal negotiations there's, will also take uh, place. There's one more person that's possibly looking into it, and it's, uh, uh, it is uh, a group that a lot of people since WWE have gotten in business with them have looked negatively upon uh but it's like a 1.7 billion dollar uh profit for uh wwe just doing a couple shows there each year it's uh saudi arabia they're trying to legitimize themselves in sports and Weird. all that so they they did it tennisly recently i think uh and everyone just thinks they're just trying to like uh make themselves seem more legitimate, so they might try to buy out WWE from Vince. And it's very possible if he has control of that, the ability to actually say yes to that, he might do it because he was the only one in the WWE on the board that was really okay with doing it. He paid 50, nearly $15 million to four women over 16 years. Yep. Jesus. I didn't, I thought I I was gonna say about fifteen million, but I thought I was gonna overshoot that and be uh, over exaggerating, so I went down. But I guess yeah, fifteen. Okay, so he's uh hold on, McMahon's return doesn't affect current leadership. Uh, McMahon's daughter Stephanie and former CAA agent Nick Khan are co-CEOs, but it remains unclear. What type of role, if any, McMahon would want in the, at the WWE if he sold the company? WWE has told investors that McMahon's role at the company is essential in our ability to create popular characters and creative storylines. That doesn't make any fucking sense because currently Triple H is doing it and popularity is going up. But yeah, I think Vince McMahon was what got the company globalized. Yeah, but he, the popularity dipped and has been yeah, dipping. And and now they got yeah. a new creative director and it's going up. No, so you're like, 100% right, but that, that's what his defenders are going to say. How is he that, integral? That's what anyone behind him would would bring up. Like, yeah, yeah, he, it might have gone better with you, but he brought this to where it is currently. But he, he's it, this, the fact that things are going up under a new creative director... No, so I he's not integral in this process. Yes, a whole bunch of people would agree with the fact that he's most likely things. lost touch with what people like. Because he will get sour on you like that. Like, so you would say, yes, wrestling is predetermined. 
but you've seen like there's a lot of shit they do that could actually hurt someone. Yeah. For example, uh, there there's a wrestler that 2015 2016 his name was Finn Balor. He still wrestled. Uh, he won the title. Uh, he was actually the first Universal Champion. Uh, it was when the belt was debuted. But in the match, uh, I forget who he was fighting, but they did a buckle bomb to him and threw him into the barricade. And when he got thrown into the barricade, it blew his shoulder out. Completely tore, like, almost everything out of his pack. Like, fuck. (laughs) Uh, He got sent home. uh, Or got sent to the hospital, obviously. Took some time off. Got fixed up. And then uh, Vince McMahon lost faith and was like, yeah, uh, you lost because he had to relinquish the title originally because he was out for like months. Um, fucking bullshit. But then Vince McMahon was like, yeah, no, you're going to, uh, I don't trust you. You're too accident prone. Yeah, I don't like, understand his that, decision. Yeah, that's what he would do to a lot of people. If you got hurt like once, it was, uh, you're too accident. I guess technically, and it, like, it, normally the pe- liability and all that. It's the like, people who are smaller that he would do that to. But like, to be fair, look at John Cena. Companies could be like have a say in it. Look at John Cena. He he is a big beefy dude. He got hurt dozens. He broke his neck, uh, blew out his knee, uh, shoulder, same thing. Pack like all this stuff. He had all this stuff happen, and every time he came back, he like I'm a big John Cena fan, so like. I'm not mad about it, but like every time he came back, he was on top of the of the WWE again. He right. was fighting for the big title. Whereas depends on how popular the person that got injured. Was. Well, Finn Balor was very popular at the time. He was really? like he was. I want to say selling as much merch as John Cena, but he is probably up there. I don't know. I don't know enough about the WWE to really give commentary here. But but anyway, uh, where are we at, man? Uh... We covered Vince McMahon, Logan Paul. Uh, we covered the DCMA notice. Um. Uh, we got. Oh, uh, anybody? Um. Um. Give me a second. My brain just shut off. Anybody who plays The Last of Us, uh, you'd be interested to know the factions game, the multiplayer game that Naughty Dog has said they were working on since part two of The Last of Us came out is finally getting teased. It's getting, uh, Naughty Dog has confirmed they are working on a factions too, and will be releasing it, I think, sometime this year. Could be wrong on the release date. I can't remember exactly what I read, and since we're in the middle of the podcast, I don't want to, like, grab my computer and be looking at the links right now. Um... But it, it's this year, next year, I think, for the release on it. But Factions 2 is on its way, and I'm actually kind of excited. The first Factions game was kind of fun. I believe they also announced uh, that uh, it is confirmed that there will be a uh, Part 3 to The Last of Us. Wouldn't surprise me. I haven't seen anything yet, though. So I'm not going to comment on it, as I don't know anything. And um, then... Uh... They're making a System Shock remake. Uh, oh, yeah, you were talking about that. Which Dave doesn't know much about System Shock, but System Shock was the predecessor and, like, uh, kind of, like, what led us into the Bioshock series. It, it was what gave Ken Levine the idea for the Bioshock series, if not if he had already had it by then. 
but yeah, it's there is I believe two System Shock games before the Bioshock series, and uh, really? all I know is they were set on space stations, and at least one of them you were fighting against. Uh, I believe an evil computer. So, I might be wrong about that. The reality of it, though, then, is that it's probably what gave the company its start. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if I'd go as far to say it's what influenced the Bioshock games. Well, that's from Ken Levine himself. Okay. That part I didn't know. It's like an unofficial prequel series, I, I guess. Okay. Neat. Sorry, guys. I'm cleaning real quick. But, uh, yeah, so System Shock started this then, gave them the idea, and I guess they're coming out with a new one. Yep. When was the last one released, you know? Uh, this is just a remake of the first one. Uh, oh, I believe the first one was in, like, the early 2000s. I didn't realize this was just a remake. Yeah, uh, and, but also Bioshock 4, but I don't think that's the thing that's coming this year. Yeah, I don't think that's coming this year either. I think that's a couple years out still. I think, yeah, I think it was 2024, if not further out. I don't Which remember. I still am, I'm definitely looking forward to. And the only Bioshock that disappointed me was Infinite. Uh, Infinite. Yeah, Infinite, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. The one with Booker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booker Dwight. Yep. That was the only one that fucking disappointed It's a decent me. game, but it it's. Yeah. I like the DLC for it, where you play as Elizabeth. I don't remember the DLC for it. I don't think I played. It, there, it's barely a C part one and two, and it's, right. it's pretty decent. Uh, if you got the trilogy, you have it on the... I don't know what I have or don't have. You bought Excuse the me. remastered, or you got it for free, right? The remastered trilogy? Uh, no, I didn't. No. I have all three games, but I don't have the remastered trilogy. Because I got one and two, those were bundled together, and then I got infinite on its own. Uh, anyways, uh, rumor has it that Skyrim is getting a DLC. Oh, yeah. Which I'm kind of surprised about. I, I don't know much about the DLC. They're thinking it might just be like a marketplace. I'm not sure what they mean by that. Um, but they're also talking about adding paid mods to... Um, Skyrim, which I'm actually I mean, kind of excited I for. Not necessarily paid, but they, they've they already had a mod system in Skyrim for, yeah. I don't know how long. I, even the paid mods system. could make the game a lot better. A lot of the pay, the mods that you tend to pay for in games tend to like bring a lot of content to the game. So, I think they're just opening it up to bring content into the game. Well, there was this one uh, Skyrim uh, mod that already was free. Uh, I actually got it years ago, back when Skyrim Remastered first came out. Uh, it was the Forgotten City mod, where it loaded you into... Uh, it's literally a standalone oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you now. were talking about that. Oh, really? It became a standalone game. Yeah, it ain't even a Skyrim game. It's it must have expanded it, then. Yeah, uh, That's you, can cool. look up, you can look it up on the PlayStation and Xbox Store, I believe. That's it's cool. It's called the Forgotten City. And it's. I remember playing it at, on Skyrim. Uh, when it first came out. Yeah, I've never played it. Yeah, it's a mod. Uh, Nexus, Workshop, Mod, DV, okay, blah, blah, blah. None of that was helpful. Uh, looks like it's still just a mod. 
Anyways, um, I'm going to just touch briefly on the Microsoft ST FTC stuff going on. Uh, if you're unaware, I mean, we've talked about it a few times on this podcast because it's such a hot topic. Um, oh, nice. It is its own standalone thing. So, um, Microsoft has been trying to acquire Activision Blizzard. It's not been going so good for them because nobody wants them to take it exclusive. They want to take it exclusive. Um, so the FTC finally stepped in. The EU has been investigating uh, to make sure there's been no anti-competitive practices. The FTC finally stepped in, okay. and they're saying that there is anti-competitive practices going on. So this is based off that mod, but it ain't the exact Oh, thing. okay. So it's just an expansion based off the mod. Yeah. Interesting. Its own thing. So... Um, the FTC, uh, last update that happened, the FTC is suing Microsoft to kill the Activision Blizzard deal because they're worried that they're going to do the same thing that they did with um, Bethesda and uh, ZeniMax, um, which ZeniMax had Crystal or yeah Crystal Dynamics, which I believe that they had that. I, this could be a different deal. Could be remembering wrong. But they pulled that stuff and made it exclusive. So if they do a Tomb Raider 4 like Amazon's talking about, it's probably going to end up being an Xbox exclusive. So because Microsoft has pulled stuff in the past and made it exclusive after making promises not to, not promises like legal binding agreements, but being like, hey, we're not going to do that. Since they've done that, the FTC is like, no, we don't want you to have this because you're just going to pull it exclusive. Microsoft's like, well... We made it. We we wrote down a deal to make it not exclusive for ten years. I'm sitting here. I'm thinking, what happens after that ten years? Then it stays unexclusive. Yeah, nothing is preventing Microsoft from then pulling it and making it ex exclusive, like they did with uh, the Zenimax stuff or uh, Meth stuff. So, anyways, just wanted to touch on that real quick because I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, because. Uh, I honestly hope the deal doesn't. Microsoft look doesn't look like it has been like being like, "Oh, we're in negotiations to get this to go through." And the FTC, their lawyer, went on record and was like, "No, no, there's no deal going on here. We're not trying to like." Yeah, we're not we trying to do it. this. Yeah, we're trying to get it this killed. This is the exact opposite thing we want. So, all right, I guess uh, uh, one last topic, real quick, that I want to jump into. Uh, PlayStation Productions is uh, placed is Sony's next thing with PlayStation. They're trying to grow with the PlayStation brand, right? So they go into PlayStation Productions, which the Last of Us uh, series on HBO coming out is PlayStation Productions. Yeah. Uh, the movie Uncharted was PlayStation Productions. So yeah, I didn't know that either. I was really surprised. So flopped. So hopefully the next one does better. I don't know if it flopped. It did. I didn't look into it at all. Just the article was like, yeah, yeah, they already released it. But um, PlayStation Productions isn't interested in doing anything like they just want to make the games into live action shows, basically. Or live action, yeah, live action shows. They, they're not making anything outside the game. They're not adding to the canon. Nothing like that. They're just adapting it to TV. So, um, HBO, of course, those, The Last of Us is coming. PlayStation Productions is working with Amazon to make a God of War adaptation, which honestly I'm pretty excited about. 
So, wouldn't you say the games kind of played like standalone adventure movies? Which games? The Uncharted. Uncharted? Yeah. Standalone adventure movies. So, why didn't they mix so many of the parts? Like, you, you wouldn't seen it. They could have gone through and released, like, other sport games in the series. Yeah. They could have done four individual movies. And follow the same storyline. But yeah. they mesh so much of each game into that one movie. I was like, dude, like, that pirate shit didn't happen in the first... No, how are you showing... It's like the what? Percy Jackson yeah. uh, stuff. Where they just took the books and then put it all into one movie. And fucking just killed the franchise. Well, franchise in that movie franchise, I should say. But, uh... So, God of War adaptation. They're working with Netflix to make a Horizon series, which I'm really excited about. I, I Horizon is one of the few games I've played through. One, two, three. More times than I should count. Um, I've not played through Horizon Forbidden West more than once yet. I don't know why. It just... Forbidden West didn't hit the same way as uh, Zero Dawn did for me. So, still a good game. And then for all you Twisted Metal fans, I have no idea what Twisted Metal is, honestly. I looked it up a little bit, and it was just something about, like, uh, basically Mad Max with cars. Um, or, yeah, something like that. It, it was some, I was given some stupid definition in this the article that I have here for it. But uh, Peacock is going to be streaming a Twisted Metal series. So, I might actually look into that. But that's the news this week. Um, I guess next time we'll have to jump into the future releases. Yep. The oh, upcoming releases more. this year, yeah. We'll have to cover There's more. a couple we want to talk about, but we ran out of time this week, so. I don't think, did we have anything lined up for that? Uh, you just told me about it tonight. There was a couple I did want to talk about. Ah. Mainly like Final Fantasy 16, but you kind of said... Like, oh, yeah, uh, well, we talked about Final Fantasy 16 before, but we maybe can definitely like go more in depth next other, time, too. Uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League is coming out. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, too. So, we'll yeah, we'll talk about it week. next week. Yeah, definitely. So, but, uh, all right, well, we'll have another episode next week, so uh, stay cheesy, everyone. I'm going to get into plugs before we end, because that is something I want to keep doing at the oh, end of the episode. Yeah. I'm forgetting about plugs. Yeah, right. And I, I don't even think it's... I want to... Okay. I keep plugging myself, but I keep forgetting to plug Queso anyways. Yeah. So you can find us on, I mean, I say you can find us on your favorite streaming platforms or wherever you get your podcast from. That's the only plug I do for this. We are also on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, both of them are at Queso anyways. Um, Queso underscore anyways. Um, you can find me on Twitch at Rogue Sniper 9, all one word, R-O-G-U-E, Sniper 9. Uh find me on youtube at the same handle um I don't know, that's all i got for plugs this week you got anything you want to plug uh, not yet coming soon all right and with that everybody we will see you next week thanks stay cheesy everyone thanks for tuning in and as mike said stay cheesy